Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is your main man, aka Crazy Crockett. Brought to you by nobody's listening to my podcast. Actually, that's not true. Someone's out there listening to it, and they keep coming back and listening to this awesome, great podcast about sports, life, uh, whatever I want to talk about. The reason why I brought this up, I wanted people to know this is why I started a podcast, so that people like me with some form of disability have a, have a voice outside my apartment and places where I work and my friends and so on and so forth. Today, though, I have a good friend and old friend coming back on the show. We'll talk about sports. And you know him by the name of Sean. Oh, yeah. Always great to be here. Another lovely Tuesday. You know, Tuesday. I'm not used to having Tuesdays off. Until it kind of messed me up a little bit. And I had, you know what? I'll tell you what. I worked out today. I went to get coffee, read a little bit. Which coffee shop did you go to this time, buddy? I went to Wealthy Bakery on Wealthy Street in Grand Rapids. And this is a unique story. I said this before with Ron. The guy that owns this coffee shop used to be homeless. And he wanted a job there a couple years ago, maybe five or six years ago. And he ended up buying the place, and he's married and has a couple of kids now. So that's kind of the reason why I stopped there. And there was, of course, there was empty parking spots on the street. So that's kind of the reason why I went there. So a neat place to go, good food, good morning food. They have little uh, pizzas there as well. So wealthy bakery, go for it. And if you're in the west, if you're in West Michigan, so. We're going to talk about sports because that's what Sean and I talk about a lot. We're going to talk about, let's start with the PGA or live or whatever you, they're going to be next year. Uh, John Rahm uh, made a quote saying that gambling is everywhere. And it is everywhere. And it has been everywhere. Even the days of with, um, with Phil Mickelson and everyone else with it. So... How that got started was that Phil has been accused of uh, has been accused of of uh, gambling his whole career, and you have this psychic writer talk about that roughly Phil gambled over sixty over a hundred million dollars yep. or whatever, right? It's around a hundred million. So, however, we're talking about the golf course themselves. So, based on FanDuel and DraftKings and all these websites on golf, you can gamble per hole, per per person, per who whoever's on that tee or who's ever on that certain hole. So, if you're in the BMW tournament and there's a bystander fan sitting there and they're on hole three and about to get to hole four, you can make a bet, a live bet. If if Rom and the other guy, like let's say, uh, 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 McRoy are going to go face off each other on on hole four, you can make a live bet in who's going to get the birdie, eagle, or par or bogey, whatever it is. The bet that FanDuel, DraftKings, or uh, Caesars has it. So saying that. Sean thinks 
that it's ridiculous that that they might shut down gambling for PGA. It's going to happen no matter what because, you know, someone's going to play. I know you said something about gambling per hole. I get it. But if my golfer is losing by one stroke and it's round three or round two, I don't want to ruin the sport because I play the game and I'm not going to sit there and heckler someone that's a golfer. But there's going to be hecklers no matter what. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be hecklers in every sport. But unfortunately, I mean, golf is an un written rule you're not supposed to do it but i don't think you can stop it all the time no i think golf is a little different it's supposed to be a gentleman sport it's supposed to be elegant it's supposed to be about the uh the golf course and the, and the golfer and the bunkers and the putting and all this stuff it's you play against yourself along with other people on the golf course clearly however i do think that FanDuel, DraftKings, and any other website gambling website should probably forfeit that during the golf tournament you you're not allowed to gamble per hole per hole per i'd be okay with that yeah however that type that kind of screws the people who are not in the golf tournament but i do think that in certain places like a golf course you're not you're not cave i think they fan duel draft kings should should f- figure out how to block a live bet if you're on the golf course. And they what can if track- you're on the golf course and you made a bet per round? No, per so round. you're still going to be in trouble. You're going to still be rooting against a, a golfer, right? No, because if it's per round, if you go back to your hotel for the night, for round three, for next day, and you made that bet before the tournament starts, I mean, before the, no, before the round starts, at 6.30 in the morning, that shouldn't be a problem. But the problem is that when the golfers have a backswing and you yell out, I hope you missed the effing ball, that is a problem. And okay, then, yeah. I agree. So that in itself should be fixable. Now, do I think John Rahm is a, a bit of a baby? Yeah, because he didn't get paid by Live Golf. So now that PGA and Live Golf are back together or together in one awkward marriage all the guys that didn't go to live didn't get paid 250 million or 150 million or or 125 million to join so in some ways you know i think that some of the guys on the pga tour are kind of pissed off because there's no punishment for the new for for the guys who left but i do think that saying that golf will be better because now you can go to different tournaments different parts of the world and you don't have to be in some place, some boring ass place in Ohio or Pennsylvania. And I know that Pennsylvania and New Jersey and New York have nice golf courses, but you know, you really don't need to go to Iowa or, or, or like Idaho. Idaho does have nice golf courses, though. But I so mean, so is Wyoming. Oh, maybe. But you can, I think that it, I think it will help the sport out. So, moving on to the NBA, we should talk about um, Sean's favorite player, James Harden, (laughs) and uh, how he likes to piss everyone off wherever he goes. And he, uh, James Harden, thinks that the owner of uh, 
of the 76ers didn't try hard enough to trade him. Well, he also said that he might end up going overseas. That would ruin the sport in the first place. I mean. Go overseas? No, that's what I want him to do. Just trade him. Just leave. He might not even. If he, if he doesn't get traded, he's saying he's going to go to Europe. Good. Let him go. He's let the Europeans deal with him. They, 95% of Europeans are white, and they don't care too much about black folks. Maybe he'll go be the. Uh, maybe uh, if he uh, does uh, go overseas, he'll be the next uh, Stefan Marbury and win for for uh, and our championships in like China. In China, Chong, Chong. Please don't do that. <laughs> that is not acceptable because we have people who listen to our show that might be Asian. For God's sake, that wasn't no. Asian talk. That was Korean. Well, you don't know. Please don't. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just don't kidding. try to defend that, please. So. I was wrong. Saying that, again, the Chinese basketball. Yao Ming, I used to like him. Yeah, but they don't have the best players. Duh. Just like the MLS doesn't have any good players besides Messier. Yeah. Was the championship played this week or was it just a Guess what? Guess what happened? They won it, and they tried to give the MVP to Messier, but Messier is such a nice guy. They gave it to the former captain of that team. That's kind of cool. That is cool because, come on, this is how bad MLS is. This is how bad MLS is. The fact that you get a guy during the half or the end of the season to join your team, which there should be no trade. There should be no free agency signing. So he, Messier should probably have started the following year, not this year, because there's such a huge advantage for a guy or a team to have the best soccer player in the world to join your team. So back to Harden for a second. Is he going to be a Clipper or a Laker? Uh, what's, more, what's better odds? Or is he going to be on a random team? He is going back to the Rockets, I think. Okay. Because you made that point. Because they, he has the young guns there. And no, not even that, but because they let him do whatever he wants to do. He can go back to Oakland and hang out with his homies. He can pretend he's Moses or whatever he wants to pretend to be. He can go back to Compton. Compton, wherever he wants to go. And you know what? I don't think the Rockets really care about the NBA finals or anything. I don't really think anyone besides the Lakers... And the Lakers and the Nuggets. I mean, I said the Lakers twice because that's what it is. So Lakers, Boston, Nuggets, and who else is out there that was like maybe you're paying attention to Phoenix Suns, maybe Phoenix Suns to win the the NBA Finals. Everyone else is just kind of like, ah, who cares, right? Wherever LeBron James go, he's gonna go. Wherever, you know, it really doesn't matter where James Harden or where uh, Kevin Durant go because they're completely failures at everything. Thank you, Philly. As we're talking right now... Bryce Harper just hit a two-run homer. And he had an infield homer yesterday, by the way. That was great. So, as you were talking, we're going, you guys are going to hear us talk about games that we're watching. I am, I am purposely doing this podcast during the evening because there's more activity. So... Clearly, you guys are not going to have that in a case where you guys are like, oh, you, you, spoiler alert, you shouldn't have told me who would have won. But who cares? You guys are all at home, chilling out. You're going to listen to this podcast in the morning. And you already will know the score between the Chicago Cubs and Detroit Tigers. The Tigers are winning already. 
Yeah. Amazing. That's great news. Not. Actually, you know what? I have him go eight and a half points. So. Then putting up two runs, then is good for you. No, that is great for me. Yeah, and guess who? Guess what the ironic thing is? What? It's Drew Smiley. That I mother know. effort that used to be a tiger. Dude, I'm telling you. He wants to get freaking screw everybody over like usual. Dude, I'm telling you. Everyone. But he won a World Series. Yeah, he did. So you can't get so upset about that because he'll probably end up having a good game. Not Drew Smiley. He's already 2 out 2 nothing. Yeah, but this is baseball now. This is a 1985 baseball. But Olsen's pitching, so he'll probably give up five rounds. Well, or he'll, he'll have the game of his life and um, screw me over. Well, let's think. Well, let's be real. Olsen, his name is Reese Olsen, right? I think so. So Reese Olsen. Probably <clears throat> Reese. Reese Olsen. I believe. Please check that before I keep continuing to destroy his name. He looks like a 12-year-old, by the way. He does. Look, he, he can't even sweat yet. His face is red. I don't see any sweat coming down his face. Yes, it is Reese Olsen. So Reese Olsen here. He is a He's pretty good. Unfortunately, his defense... Behind them, they're not so good. He's two and five. He's two and five, but he's got an ERA of four point eight three. That's not really strikeouts. Yeah, it's not. I don't think he's that bad. I just don't think that when he pitches, the defense on that team isn't horrible. He'll probably get traded and go and go win the Cy Young because that's what they do. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> Sean loves Detroit Tigers. He cussed me out through text. And when the Cubs when I was are working lo- last night, when Cubs are losing, I mean, when the Tigers are losing by over three runs or two or whatever, because you're all about always taking them plus two and a half. I do, I do. I take the I take the Tigers plus two and a half all the time, and it seems to work. Even though you lose money, Cantonio hits a base hit. There the former go. Tiger. Yeah. See. First see this game. This game is all. This game is all about entertainment. You get people from Chi-Town. You get people in Detroit. You get people from West Michigan. This game is all about the fans. What I mean by that is they're going to let as many runs as possible just to keep this game entertaining. Oh, and we have to talk about the stupid owner of Chicago White Sox maybe moving them to Nashville. <laughs> by the way, I'm a, we all if no one's ever listened to the podcast, I'm a White Sox fan. I remember going down there. Yeah, they are in the ghetto and all of this stuff. In the ghetto? But baseball is not... Known for Nashville. That's where country is. That's where maybe football is. Nashville's just outside of the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, Nashville doesn't need any more Doug Sports. They already got Jay Morant. So don't take my Chicago White Sox away from Chicago. Okay. So that's almost racist. That's not racist. Jay Morant freaking. Ghetto, ghetto sport. Don't take our ghetto sport away. Chicago is in the ghetto. Yeah, but it's by default. It's by, it's based on the economy. Back in the day, White Sox that side of the town. Was no, nice. the White Sox was never a good side of town. Yes, it was back in the 1800s. <laughs> Before we were born and yeah. people had canes and were walking in President Washington. Yeah, President Washington. <laughs> George wasn't there. George died in 1798 or something. 97. Oh, there's an error. He's been doing. See the Tigers. I told you, man. Is this last night or this today? Is this today again? I think that Spencer Torkinson error. Torkinson did that yesterday too. Torkinson is not a good first baseman. He is not. But he's got 22 home runs. He's a former West Michigan Whitecap. I know, but you need to have better defense. You need better defense, Torkinson, because 
he, you're not, I'm telling you, you just need better defense. So, going back to the Cubs, I mean, go back to White Sox. This is what's going to happen. They'll move that, they'll, they'll move the team, but they won't be able to use that nickname White Sox because the White Sox has been that shy town forever. So they'll probably have an expansion team of the White Sox a couple years later. A lot like the Browns. He know. loves the Cleveland Browns because he has the Browns in his shorts. Yeah. Sometimes you got poo, folks. In the toilet. That's how it works. Sean is very... Well, in the lovely Olsen, Rios Wilson got out of the inning by striking out Morrell. Yes. So it's the bottom of the second, 2 nothing Tigers. And that's what the Tigers do. They either really help you out or they screw you over more than they help you out. Well, you're still waiting for that 70 wins. You're at 57. Yeah, I know. I told you I'm only 13 games away. It's pretty good, huh? I, people have laughed I at me. I told you to bet more than five bucks on that shit. No, I, yeah, no, you didn't. You didn't know nothing about it until I told you. And then you told me you should have bet more than that. But I think, I think, I think I'd put 10 bucks. I don't know. But. Let's move on. Let's move on. What else can we talk about? We got two football things that we need to talk about. Last night, we had the Washington former Redskins playing the Baltimore Ravens. And this is there. there is importance to this. I know that it's preseason, but we have to talk about this game because, first of all, why? why? One, I won 340 bucks last night taking the Washington Redskins, a.k.a. the Commanders, in the first half. They scored um, Sam Howell, thank you, the UNC Tar Heel. Um, scored a touchdown and they took the lead 17-14 but then the reason that we have to talk about this relevance game is it's been three or four it's been three or four years since the Baltimore Ravens have lost a preseason game and they they lost last night on a 49 yard field goal and they lost 29-28 so it was the first loss in a preseason game that they've lost in like four or five years so do you know what that means? They're going to be make... Super Bowl champs. Oh, even better! I like this. Oh, you don't like. How about that, that Fanduel bet? You you bet you bet fifty bucks. Um, you take them to win the Super Bowl. As long as Baltimore wins ten games, you'll make five dollars per win. I like that. Really? I'm all about Baltimore. At least that's my offer on on Fanduel. Oh, you know what I did? Yeah, I'll tell you what I did. I'm Fanduel. Yeah, I tell you what I did for the NFL. For the NFL, they gave me a boost to pick five division leaders, and the, tig- the Tigers. And the Tigers, I keep on running and scoring. Go Tigers, everybody! I'm from the Detroit Tiger land. Go Tigers! Hey, I told you this game is all about entertainment. So they're gonna let these guys have the biggest, widest ball. Strike zone, which means they have big ball ball zones and huge and smaller strike zones. So the pitchers have to have so the pitchers have a really really tiny strike zone. So that means those bats are going to be swinging more, and short hits a a double for the Tigers. So let's go back to the NFL. I like how this is going back and forth. We're not so constructed. So as division leaders. I have Detroit Lions. I have the Los Angeles Chargers. I have the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I have Buffalo Bills. 
and I put ten bucks to win four hundred and forty. And if Detroit Lions, I'm telling you, if Detroit Lions lose this division, this is gonna be a real sad case. And by the way, Sean, I heard about the grapevine that even with the season starting, Dan Campbell's career with the Detroit Lions coach as a head coach is still under fire. If he has a, if if he starts slow like he did last you year, you want to know whose job is not under fire? Who? Aaron Boone. He's gone. <laughs> He's done. Baseball. They've lost eight straight. Could be nine if they lose. If, well, if they lose the Nationals again, it's, it's dog shit. But anyway, point. I mean, at least like we're bouncing back and forth because it it is related because you're bringing up stuff. Yeah. But Aaron Boone's gone. But you're right, Campbell. Um, I think if they don't make the playoffs, he's gone. If they make the playoffs, he's still going to have a contract. If yeah. they win the division, he's going to keep a contract. Well, he needs to, he needs to win that division. Yeah. If he doesn't win that division, he's going to be screwed because it's going to be a tough road to the to the Super Bowl. This is actually a great year for them to even make it to the Super Bowl because if you really think about it, Green Bay's not good. What other? Well, their division is is not great. No, you got the whole. Tampa Bay division, which is good. the Saints, Tampa Bay, Carolina, Atlanta. That's dog shit. Yeah. Then you go to out west with San Francisco, San Francisco Seattle, Rams, and Arizona. and Arizona. Rams are dog shit. Yeah. Uh, Arizona's dog shit. Yep. Now Seattle, their defense is going to be amazing. Yep. And Geno Smith, love it. And they have two dynamic Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf receivers. And then the 49ers. 49ers. Now, here's a question about them. They have a lot of talent, but I don't know if Prudy can stay healthy. Stay healthy. And personally, if I was going to make a bet on who wins that division, Seattle. I'd take Seattle. I would too. But you know what I'm afraid about? You know about Seattle too. Prudy might be a second year uh, slump. The team's going to figure him out. They're going to know how to run at him. They know, and, and, and if they don't have a good running game, let's say if they don't have a good running game with McAfee, let's say he just kind of poops out, then they have a real big problem. But Seattle, G, Geno Smith, he is phenomenal. But I'm afraid with him, though, if he has a bad year. You got Trevor Simeon, which is average. But if you have an average quarterback with two dynamic receivers, Seattle has got that 12th man back, baby. They're back. The 12th man's back. Yeah. And then you throw in the dynamic, dynamic, super stud running back, former Michigan State Spartan. You're going to be golden. Golden, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So... Anything that's not with Michigan, I'm going to go against it. By the way, Michigan, Jim Harbaugh is one of the greatest coaches of all the time. Uh, the NCAA thought it was a joke that they were trying to ban him for four games. But you know what? The Big Ten thought they should be Big Brother and ban him for three games. <laughs> that was actually the University of Michigan just coming out and said that. They oh, were. yeah, it was the University of Michigan. Which I think it was funny. I think that's hilarious. I think the funniest thing in the world is that we had put a ban on Jim Harbaugh. You know why he needed to do a ban on Jim Harbaugh? Because he had to give guys like Michigan State and Ohio State a chance. When, when, when. That's all you guys do is cry. 
Well, you can't leave Penn State out of the conversation this year. I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I mean, I had one bit. I just want to talk about Michigan for a second. I got somebody. I just was counting down the days. I mean, we're less than um, next week is September 2nd. It's, what, August 22nd today. So we're like 10 days away from Michigan State and Michigan football. Yeah. And I just posted something. And... My buddy, I love him to death, but he goes, Scott, he wants to start talking shit already. And he goes, I will take Michigan minus minus 31. I said, do you fucking want to give me 31 points right fucking now? You know who won the game last time at a night game and what the block punt had? No one's winning that game by 31 points. But that's a whole different team now. But I'm just saying the spread will probably come out. He was right. Will come out with 24 and a half favored by Michigan. I probably will still take that at home in East Lansing. But you know you what? You give me 24 and a half points at home in East Lansing, I'm going to take it. What's his coach name from Michigan State, Tucker? Yeah, he got paid too much. But you know what he said, though? He said that, that he even said before the season started this year, he said, yeah, we need better recruits. <laughs> we need a lot of better recruits. So he's already saying that they don't have good players. And I don't think that I don't think Michigan State will lose by 31, but I think they'll lose by 14 at least. They're starting quarterback Thorne. Yeah. Uh, former Michigan State Spartan got the starting job for the University of Auburn. Oh, wow. But we all know Auburn is baby brother for everybody through the effing SEC. Yeah. I, Auburn will be lucky if they go 8-4. and four. I'll say 7-5. and five. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because Georgia's better. Florida's better. Alabama's better. LSU is better. Yeah, you know, it's... So 7-5, and five maybe. Yeah, I mean, I just... You know, I'm surprised, you know, it's just reflecting on this I'm surprised that some of the teams from the Pac-12 didn't go to the SCC with the Alabama and all that especially USC because I think that would have been more of a better fit for them because the whole southern rivalry thing but saying that again Big Ten is ruling the world again if- if you're not a Big Ten fan and you're not, you know, SEC and all that stuff, football does start this weekend. We're only an hour and a half away from South Bend. Notre Dame plays Navy. You know what? First game. I tell you what. So. Sean that might be the only game that I watch. Notre Dame, Navy, just because it's Notre Dame. Sean and I are going to go to the, the Detroit game. Lions game versus Green Bay at Detroit. Jordan Love. But I think what you said is that we're going to go to the We're thinking about staying there Penn Thursday State. night because Michigan State plays Penn State the very next day on in fr- the same stadium. On Friday, right? Correct. And then on Sunday. Oh, you're right. Thursday. That's a Thursday game. You know, I'm thinking that we, we should really do that. I just won't wear green. I might wear blue, but I don't have no Penn State hat. Now I'm going to have to get a Penn State hat and get bombed robbed by Michigan State fans. Yeah, because you don't want to say that, you know, you like little boys. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's such a bad reflection. I still feel bad for anybody involved with that Penn State organization. They had one of the best coaches of all time. Like, Joe coaching. Pod is, is – but and, and Joe Pod was an amazing coach. And now anybody that is – so Not our age or, you know, is in high school when all this shit went down or grade school. All he is going to be remember, remembered as, like, covering it up. But he was one of the – I don't care if you don't like Penn State. Joe Paterno was an amazing coach. And it's just too bad. It's too bad that 
A, he didn't, I don't know how you don't know anything about this stuff when you're a head coach. Because rumors go on fire as if you're on, if you're a head coach, assistant coach, people will be talking all the time. Holy cow, look at his hair. Sean cut his hair. It doesn't look like it's cut. It looks like he's going to the Navy or the military. I got a haircut today. It was a very good day. Um, Got a haircut. Uh, Wow. Didn't have to go to jail today. Wow. Yeah, I know. What should we talk and about? And I had an AA meeting. I'm two I'm two and a half days away from eight months. Yeah. So wait, what? Oh, yeah, eight months. Two and a half days left. That's Friday. good. Friday. Party time. Yeah, Sean is uh, Sean's doing real well. He's, uh, he's taking little steps to make his life a lot better. Again, if, if anyone out there has an addiction problem with alcohol, drugs, whatever... If you're suicidal, if you're love porn, I mean, any addiction. Gambling or whatever. Sean likes watching gay porn, I guess. That's not true. (laughs) Probably shouldn't make that statement. Yeah, I know, but hey, it's just your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, who knows? Maybe there's some guys out there like they do that would like, oh, I have something in common with Sean. (laughs) But I don't know. But... All right, so so it looks like for the Jets, they talked to the head coach of the Jets, Mr. Salon, who is actually a former assistant Michigan coach, I think. Am I right? The head coach? I think he is. I don't follow the Jets. So they asked him, is it difficult to coach coaching Aaron Rodgers. You know what he said? He said, you can't be so concerned about what people think. You just have to go out there and coach. It's probably harder to coach Zach Wilson because he always wants to go after every single MILF. And he's not even supposed to do that because he's a Mormon. Well, <laughs> oh, they have eight wives. I'm sorry. That's, never mind. Got that. So they can do whatever they want. They can go after eight yeah. wives. They have... You know they, they can, can do, do everything but drink, I guess. Yeah, and gamble. Yeah. Can't, can't play. But cards. They can have eight wives and can't play cards. Go after milfs and go. Yeah, I mean anything that's over twenty-five and you're Zach you know, Wilson is truly the stiffler of American Pie. You know you're right. You're right. That's so funny to say that because who would go? Man, I'm telling you, that kid must be really bored with a bunch of twenty-two-year-old girls. That's or women his age. I mean, you would love to have even a thirty-year-old. That'd be great. Just, just pull and tug. <laughs> oh my God, I don't know if I can put this on Facebook because I got all these people on Facebook. <laughs> oh my lord! Oh my lord! Anyway, back to uh, Aaron Rodgers. Um, he's going to start and play a half, I think, this Saturday. He's going to have to because you got to see if he has any connection with his. Ro- Receivers, even though they gave up, even though Green Bay gave up all their receivers to the Jets, well, I don't know why. I thought, I thought Aaron Rodgers wanted better receivers, and he went back to to his old team. He might as well just put a helmet on that says G in it. It says Green Bay. Could you? Man, I'm telling you, you know what's going to happen? <laughs> He's going to get traded back to the Green Bay. What? What's no? Funny? This is what's going to happen. What? In two years, he's is he thir- he's thirty eight or thirty nine. He's gonna be with the Jets for two years. Yeah, maybe he gets him to the playoffs once, but it's not a good enough. And they want him to be. Yeah, 
the former Michigan State Spartan. Kirk Cousins is not going to be in Minnesota anymore. And what motherfucking story does this remind you of? Brett Favre! Yeah. Packers, Jets, Vikings. Aaron Rodgers will be a Viking in less than three years. Mark my words. Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be weird? Is that deja vu? Who do you think you love that um, strip club too, I heard. Deja vu? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back in the day, yeah. Deja vu. Uh-huh. I don't think we have one like that. Only in East Lansing, I think. Oh, deja vu? Do they still have that? I think so. I don't know. I've been in East Lansing in three years or two years. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Going back this year. Not yeah. to Deja Vu, East Lansing. You go back to Deja Vu? <laughs> no. Just so you see your old girlfriends that are now like in their 40s? No. Sean, remember me, sexy boy? And they got a cigarette in their mouth and they got half a teeth and whatever. Wouldn't that be great for you? Good times. Good times. Ooh. Good times. All right. So we touched on, oh, what did we ask? Oh, yeah, Kelsey got into a little battle. With Not Colts. the Kelsey from the Chiefs, the Kelsey from the Eagles. Yeah. So Kelsey's brother from the Eagles got into a little... Scuffle. Scuffle with the Colts, Zachary Franklin or whatever his name is. So that's a little controversy there. A little huh? bit of a brawl. Yeah, but, you know, it's preseason and they... Probably had it something to do with last year. Something did, someone did something last year, and then they kind of like had to finish it off before the season started. It's good to get it out of your system. I think so before the season starts. It's always good to get anything out of your system, right? Yeah. Um. So we're talking about the Colts now. They're giving approval to what's his face Taylor to Jonathan. Yeah, be traded again. Well, he doesn't want to be there. No new team and all that stuff. He doesn't want to be a a franchise tag, and he doesn't want to rebuild a team. So bringing Kareem Hunt. Let's bring Kareem Hunt to the Colts and have Anthony Richardson and Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt has too much issues off the field by his angry management based on what happened years ago. That's why Kansas City didn't have him. Then Cleveland didn't want him, but then they went and saw uh, the rapist Deshaun Watson. Yeah, again, I would not say he's a rapist. I think that some for some reason... Sorry, he just likes to pull and tuck. Well, yeah. But you know what? Uh, to be honest with you, anyone that's listened to this podcast, and if you are if you are in a cave somewhere in the wilderness and you never heard anything like this before, you should probably open your eyes just a little bit. Yeah, because, but let's put all Chinese and Japanese, uh, Korean, Vietnamese... Or even white American nowadays with ticky talk and all the stuff, half of the girls TikTok and being half dressed or whatever. If you're going and getting a massage, you're probably getting a hand job at least. Sorry if I'm being graphic. It's well, happening. Well, a lot so, of people, a lot, see, I think a lot of people don't understand that these NFL players are not as clean and cut as, as, as they so called in the 1950s or 40s or whatever it is in the era. But back then, they didn't talk about it. Back then, they didn't talk about players going to strip clubs or players going to certain places to get happy endings or drug or how they got their drugs or whatever. But now that this isn't wide open, even with uh, abuse, domestic abuse, with uh, Ray Lewis and 
and hard. Or the really smart Richard Sherman jumping the window and going in and taking his wife, even though he went to Stanford and won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. So, so everything is out there. Everybody's talking about it. Everyone's making a mess out of this. But in reality, a lot of these guys, a lot of these athletes are in a situation where they're not that, I think they don't have this intelligence of what was right and what's wrong. And I'm not making excuses for them, but a lot of these guys don't come home. They don't, they don't come from nice white pickle fence areas where people are like nice and pleasant and respectable. Some of these so guys before from the I say what I'm this. about to say, Jerry Jones, let's go get another trouble player. Bring Kareem Hunt in for the backup running back. We'll take him in Dallas. Um, Why do you want him so bad if he's not that good? He actually was good at Kansas City, but with Kansas City. But we're talking about the. I want to. I want to ask a question though, and and this is going to be a little controversy. Other it. than Hernandez, yeah. How many Latinos or white or Puerto Ricans? have always been talked about sex, race, or domestic violence, or crime well, in sports. It's usually African-American. Yeah, I think that, okay. So and even Franco right now with the underage. So you're I'm say, just saying. Are you saying that? Other than Hernandez. Are you saying that they're targeting African-Americans? Could they? Well, I mean... I think their cultural, their uh, their environment gives them a gateway to act that way, even though it's wrong. And this is something that's been going on for the last 30, 40 years without a father figure in the home, two parenting skill parents who know how to raise their kids. There are plenty of black and African-American kids who are great athletes, but also great people. Well, there's plenty of Latinos, Puerto Ricans. Well, Maybe even Japanese players that may not come from a great family. Well, I don't know about Latin, Japanese and Koreans because they are just getting into the sport more. But you don't see a lot of Latinos or Puerto Ricans or Dominican Republicans uh, making the news. Making the news. news. One, I think. Well, okay, one, I think. One, I think the reason why you don't see that in the NFL is because of the more African Americans and whites. Where when you see baseball, you're going to get more domestic, domestic stuff towards part of that kid, Franco, from whatever country he's from. Yeah. He's got issues off the field, whether 15 or whatever, how old she is. But you know what? It's, again, I think, I think we are talking about some form of shape of not good profiling because, I mean, if you start. And I think that's the main thing I'm trying to bring. I'm not pulling up the race card. But it could definitely be profiling. Yeah, but in reality, you know, I'm sure that I'm, what it is, okay, I think what it is is that a lot of these black guys don't have good lawyers, and because they don't have good lawyers, they can't keep hush-hush. Where a lot of the white guys, like a couple of years ago, there was a white guy that killed his black girlfriend. Remember that? He just beat the Christ out of her. And again, he blamed... The head injury getting smacked in the head too many times. 
But in reality, that was just his fault of being a complete jerk. The two people that had the greatest lawyers of all time would have to be O.J. Simpson and Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis is the only one that would ever able it. You can call self defense and get rid of, get away with murder and win a Super Bowl. I like Ray Lewis, by the way, and he was a great. He was a great football player. Do you really okay? Do you really think that he was a good person, or do you think that he actually needed to defend himself and kill? I think he just had to defend himself personally. Yeah, I don't. I mean, the court systems proved it that he was in self defense. Yeah, I mean, if the court, if if the court, if the court proved that he was in self defense, then and he still got to play football and win two Super Bowls. Yeah, because this was before. Yeah, yeah. At least he's not like Carmelo. That's a story to tell. Oh, he's not like Hernandez. Well, no, he Hernandez uh, has got a double figure. You got the the gay card and the and the kill and the killing and well, the gang. Well, I think with gay athletes, it's really difficult for them to come out of the closet. He was one of the best. Pl- I'm sorry, Hernandez was a great tight end, though. No, he was phenomenal. He was, but I think maybe he had his inner demons about his bisexuality or homosexual urges, and the guy that he killed. Wasn't really going to make it to the NFL, but maybe he had a little thing for him. And I can't even imagine. You know, you're hiding. I'm thinking about this back in the day. You're hiding your sexuality. You got Tim Tebow, a Bible humper on that team. And then you have um, good old Urban Meyer as your coach. (laughs) And then preaching to you to try to do the right things but he covers Urban up Meyer, everything no. himself. he covers up everything in himself and then you got cam newton on that team cam newton. cam newton won a championship as a backup quarterback under tim tebow oh, and wow. then he left to go to auburn mm-hmm. auburn didn't do anything until he- tebow finished his super bowl and his national championship twice then cam newton won one by himself Cam Newton went to Mississippi or Missouri or something. Nope. He was on a backup quarterback Tim, for Tim check, Tebow. Check that. Backup quarterback for Tim Tebow first. I believe that. But I don't think – I think he was with Missouri or – no, not Missouri, Mississippi. Auburn. Auburn? Mm-hmm. Okay, he won Auburn. a championship. Yeah. But, yeah, but he didn't win a championship with Florida. Yes, he did as a backup quarterback. No way. Did he really? He was under Tebow. Oh, no way. Oh, God, no. Oh, good. I'm here. I'm watching the San Fran and uh, the Philly game, and I have uh, the Phillies winning. So, on my parlay, or one of my parlays. Uh, let me check this out. Well, let me see. Two national BCS championships, uh-huh. 2008 and 2010. He won one with Florida, and then he won one with Auburn. Yeah, I can't believe that. He was that good, huh? He was a great quarterback. Yeah, I think it was a good – he wasn't a great quarterback in the NFL. He was a good college kid. Well, who was their first quarterback when they were when the? No, I'm just saying. I just think that Cam Newton was not really a great quarterback. He was just a a great athlete, but not a great quarterback in the in the NFL. He was just bigger, stronger in the in in the collegiate level. Do you understand what I'm saying? You're right. Okay. He was not good in the NFL. He had some moments in the NFL, but. He was, I think he was worse than, um, what's that quarterback in the Phillies back in the 80s? Uh, Cunningham. He wasn't even as good as Cunningham, Randall Cunningham. Randall Cunningham was a stud. Yeah, but he was better. Randall Cunningham was better than uh, 
than uh, Cam Newton. I can say that because I witnessed them both. So, but wasn't Cam Newton on that Super Bowl team when they lost to the um, Denver Broncos, twenty-four ten? Cam Newton did he win or lose? He lost twenty-four ten, but I think he was on that Super Bowl team in two thousand sixteen. Yeah, I think you're right. So he took him to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, all right. So there you go. So you might prove me wrong with that one. Uh, we're hitting the 45th minute. Uh, is there anything else that we have to hit about any sports? Any, any Baseball, there's only like 35 games left. Yeah, baseball. Cubs are still in the hunt. Marlins are still in the hunt. Cubs Seattle are Mariners have won seven straight again. And and the Yankees have lost eight straight. Yep. Yankees are done. Just like Aaron Boone. How? Here's a question. When do you shut down Aaron's judge? He's not in the home run thing, right? There's two different players that are at 43. I don't think Aaron Judge is in it. I think it's Tani and Olsen. So yeah, Olsen is Texas. Olsen is ATL. Braves. Hey, yeah, Braves. You're right. And then Anatani, so he's not in the home run derby. He's not in the like like last year. He's not in the hitting title. So I guess do you really shut sh- down the whole team? I mean, they're what? <laughs> you can't do bring it. the AAA players in. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, don't trade Olsen because he'll turn into an ace. Watch, God, he's winning. He's going to be pitching the best game of um, game of his life, and of and I picked him to score over eight runs, over nine runs, so eight runs. So I might get screwed out of this. The Cubs are not swinging, and they struck out. Billinger struck out. Wow, what a nice location that was. Oh, speaking of the Tigers, so I was on Reddit, and I guess uh, Mike Shepard. The Detroit Tigers announcer and Craig Monroe made a creepy comment about a girl who was gay married. I missed miss this. And they were in Cleveland, and she was wearing her little outfit, but it's not little outfit. She was wearing something that that covered everything, and she had a beer or like a wine cooler or whatever. And they just went on and on about her outfit or how oh, there's a home run, and and do you know what? And they ranked, you know what they did? They Two ranked. run homer, that gives you five runs. You're three out, baby. Yep, there you go. And the That's, Cubs are back. The Cubs are back. Let's go, Cubbies. Let's go, Detroit. I do. These are my two favorite baseball teams, the Detroit Tigers and the Cubs. Have you been to Wrigley yet? No. I'm sad. We got to do that next year. Next year. Do you know? So, what was I talking about? Oh, oh, you're talking about the Tigers and saying and the announcers. announcers making inappropriate dress. And calls. and here's one thing I need to talk about. They ranked the Detroit Tigers announcers as one of the worst and the worst announcers in baseball. And I can tell you this, as much as I like Mike Shepard and Craig Monroe as private people, they are the most boring, boring, realist people in the world. Craig Monroe... For some reason, he doesn't know how to analyze the game as a baseball player or, a, or an ex-baseball player. And Mike Shepard 
doesn't even know how to ask good questions to Craig Monroe about the game in itself or certain hitters that come in against Detroit and so on and so forth. So, I am losing interest on Sean here. What do you mean? Because you're you're like a little scooter. You didn't ask me to make any comments. I was just looking at my bets. Looking at your bets. Your bets. So, so, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I think we're going to end it right here at 48 minutes, which is not not extremely long. But Cubs, 4-3, two-run homer back-to-back. There you go. So, that's what you needed. And I need the Phillies to win. So, again, I'd like to thank everyone that listened to the Crazy Jay podcast show. I'd like to thank Buzzsprout for distributing my podcast. I'd like to thank Apple. And I really did uh, Spotify. Thank you, Spotify and Apple. So, thank you, Sean, for showing up. You're very welcome. I'm glad to be here always. All right, folks. Podcast will be again on Wednesday morning. I try to do a podcast every Monday with Sean for Monday shows for you guys to listen to. Peace, love, and take care.